1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Yeah, rock, Brady. Yeah. Two pros at a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on Base. FSR. Yeah. And uh, there's Base been soap. a, uh, a yeah. lot of uh, conversation about uh, coaching and the coaching rumors from around the uh, NFL. Uh, the one that has started to pick up some momentum is uh, reportedly uh, Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network says that uh, Jim Harbaugh will have an interview with the Minnesota Vikings coming up on Wednesday uh, so that is a big deal for the uh, Minnesota Vikings they're looking for a, a head coach other teams have already hired and introduced and done walk-up videos with their head coaches uh, Minnesota still doesn't have one so the thought is uh, Jim Harbaugh would have legitimate interest in the job and um, for a couple of just questions. Do you think Jim
3: Harbaugh leaves Michigan? And Yes. Okay, so you think this is it? Because he can go take over to NFC North. Absolutely. Okay. It's a great move.
2: So, so you don't think this is sort of any sort of ploy to try and get Michigan to come to the table? No, or, I don't. I, I mean, think that wait, it's a great you setup. Say, did you say in the first segment
0: you thought Miami was better?
3: Yeah, I would want to go live in Miami. Take the money, oh. live in Miami. <laughs> no state taxes. But co- if co- I want to co- win, if I want to win, well, you could actually win in Miami, too. Yeah, they've won and the you last could, two years. And, yeah, and you could take over that division as well. Over Buffalo, yeah. Why not? Uh, all right, no,
2: well, listen. Not about that. Yeah. Uh, I but mean,
3: you'd never know. Well, listen. Coach the Vikings live in in, in
2: Miami. You know, work on a uh, private jet uh, back and forth, and you're good. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. It's feasible. Uh, all right. So what the conversation then turns to? If this is it for him, what do we make of uh, of who takes over there at Michigan? Who like, cares? Like, who's the Well, They're I mean, crippled. It's, you know, th- Take that, hell, to the victors! I mean, a little late in the game for sure, but uh, I, when you look at the Michigan job, I do think what Harbaugh's leaving someone is a lot better than what he took it's over, Michigan, correct?
3: But it's Michigan. That's always going to be an attractive job. They were a disaster when he got there. It's Michigan, I know.
2: Bro. I mean, I'm just saying, like, wh- what, he is, what he's going to be leaving them feels like it's going to be much better than, than what was there when he came over, so the conversation becomes, all right, who takes over? Who's a legitimate candidate? candidate uh big is there any big name candidates out there brady quinn that you like and looking at some of these odds that have come out uh via sports line uh any of these candidates that you see uh on the odds list that you go that would make some, for some interesting conversation it would be an opportunity to make a little bit of coin
0: i'll tell you what um and, and i had heard from a bird that mike hart the former running Ryan back Bash, in Michigan, right yeah Who's on the staff as their running backs coach that he did not you know he wasn't it wasn't always the best relationship with Harbaugh and i I would be curious to see if he ends up taking over now the odds according to sports line right now for Mike Hart if Jim Harbaugh leaves are sitting at plus 700 but if you look at how Mike Hart could position himself I think it's either Mike Hart. Or Josh Gaddis, their offensive coordinator who's also on the staff, that could make a strong push to take over for Harbaugh, given you've got signing you know I, look the, the signing day that's coming up Wednesday it's not as big as it used to be right all the all the early entry guys and all that they've already made their commitment that some of them have already enrolled, so that's an entirely different conversation, but it does help as you head into the spring to keep continuity with a couple of coaches that are on that staff. Josh Gattis is plus 300 to be the next guy. Hart's plus 700. I just I look at Mike, and I think he would be a guy that would make a lot of sense from a head coach kind of recruiting standpoint, overseeing the whole thing. The problem is I wonder if you'd lose Josh Gattis in doing that. But um, th- both those guys, I think, have a legitimate shot of getting it because of the timing of all this. And again, especially with Mike, the fact that he played there, they love their their Michigan men, and it would make a lot of sense to follow in the footsteps of Jim Harbaugh.
3: A guy from the Mac, historically, Western Michigan, Michigan took Minnesota and turned them into a competitive team, a competitor, a believer of, of the, the men believe in him. Little PJ. Little eye for an eye yeah. action. You know, you take one from Michigan and bring them to Minnesota. We take one from Minnesota and bring him to Michigan. P.J. Fleck. So, P.J. Fleck leaving like uh, Minnesota that. I, to go to Michigan. I, mean, I like P.J. Fleck as a coach, I and think I think the, he could handle I, it.
0: I like him, too. I think the only thing you got to sign up for when you sign up for P.J. Fleck is he's coming in and bringing what he is and what he embodies and all that. Like, he's going to try to change the definition of what a Michigan man is with what he does. Like, he, like, you've got to buy into that, the whole row the boat thing. And he's got an incredible story behind it. But it, cha- it, it does change when you hire P.J. Fleck. If you've got a vision of what Michigan is and where they're going from after winning a Big Ten championship and, and going to the playoff, it's going to look dramatically different. Than, than what it looked like under Harbaugh or even in, in previous decades where they've had success.
2: Uh, the other uh, couple of noteworthy names on the uh, list, These, this, of course, uh, uh, from sportsline.com, who came out with, if Jim Harbaugh leaves, not saying he's going to, but if Jim Harbaugh leaves, uh, who are some of the other favorites? Josh Gaddis, as you mentioned, Brady, uh, is the favorite. Uh, Billy O'Brien, uh, uh, Bob, uh, Coach Bob there. I, I uh, mean,
3: he, uh, that wouldn't be a bad move. Alabama OC, I mean, former uh, Penn State coach. Would- totally not be <laughs> just saying, you know. I would totally be right right down the line up the up the street where of of a Jim Harbaugh as a re- replacement, you know. Bill O'Brien. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you thought if they thought that that Harbaugh was a douche and was <laughs> was hard to deal with and had that that way about him i mean wait till you deal with him oh, man. wait till you deal oh, with that guy he's not he's not i like bill like o'brien yeah. <laughs> yeah oh I, he, I don't know about Corky. he doesn't but, drink milk but, with his steak
2: i'll give him that I, I
3: i just know too much and i won't say too much oh. you
0: know you much. know you gotta understand a lot of people know bill o'brien too i mean he's yeah. he's changed a lot that, he was a
3: penn state almost a I, decade i go off of my memories. I trust yeah. my memories. Can grow and change. I, yeah, that is true. I said that uh, about McDaniel earlier, you but, know what I mean? By the way I do I do <laughs> like on. how it's McDaniel. Yeah, uh, uh,
2: I know. I I, mean. <laughs> I do like do I do like how uh, Matt Campbell's name is just thrown into every odds Everything. list that comes out. Every, like he's like the cow. Anytime there's a, a free agent move in the NFL, and they go a team likely to <laughs> land so- and So the Cowboys are always on the list because you know it's going to generate a conversation. Play for, for him. Like I'm just I'm convinced he's Matt a Campbell good coach. He's never leaving I- Iowa State. I- I'm convinced at this point he's never leaving oh, you're Iowa State. About not, not Dan. Yeah. I'm, no. Well, I'm yeah, Matt Campbell. Dan. Yeah, I, I just don't think he's ever leaving Iowa State. We, get out we've here. heard about all these rumors <laughs> about uh, well NFL and all these other head coaches jobs, and uh, he just continues to stay there with uh, Iowa State. Uh, Matt Rule's an interesting one, though. Uh, Matt Rule is uh, also on that list. Mm. A long shot. He is the long shot, but um, you know...
0: Wait, wait, real quick. Why do you think he's a long shot?
2: Is that because,
0: you know, he's had an NFL job? He's getting compensated well? I, I
2: Yeah, because he's uh, and if currently employed by an NFL team, and I think people view that as being a better job than Michigan. I would argue this. I would rather be the head coach of Michigan than the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I would Panthers.
3: be scared to death if Matt Rule took over Michigan. Oh. Scared to death. Wow. I would not like that at all. Oh, as a Penn Stater or I just would, in general? Y- y- yeah, both. Both. As a Penn Stater because he is a Penn Stater and yeah. because he would probably do really well. <laughs>
2: I mean it's it would already probably
3: worked. do really really well at Michigan. I mean he's a dope college coach. Like yeah. make no no mistake about that. I mean, I don't know what he'll end up being in the pros, but college-wise, the things that he learned from Al Golden um and what he ended up becoming once he took over as as a head coach, I mean the things you saw him do at Temple. I mean, he's another one of those dudes. I, I, I just said it. Like he's the, he men believe in him. They buy into him. And he's just a good dude, man. Matt, Matt Rule is the type of dude, he's just a good dude. And that's scary. That's scary to me. You don't find too many good dudes in the profession. You just don't. It's yeah. like always something edgy about him, something that you don't know or something. It's like, a, I don't know. He's like one of the good guys.
2: He co-hosted a show here at Fox Sports Radio. Did you like him? Yeah, he's uh, well. He was on with Anthony Gargano uh, on the weekends. Anthony Gargano and him are are buddies in Philadelphia, and he
3: actually did a show with them. And all I've heard is that he's a great dude, like a a, a really good reputation. Big heart. Like I, no, no talent. We used to tear him out the frame in practice. No uh, talent. uh, Played uh, special teams. Man, that is super smart.
2: How could you? That is cool. I mean, he was (laughs) a linebacker (laughs) at linebacker. You. He didn't look like one, but he was. Um. So, so all things being equal. All right, I'll ask you guys the question. All things are being equal, and you've got an opportunity. You can be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, the Michigan Wolverines. What are you taking?
3: I'm taking Michigan because I'm on the clock. (laughs) I'm on the clock in Carolina, and I don't know how that's going to play out. Like, who's going to be your quarterback? I I think if you can get – and the interesting thing
0: about this is, I wonder if Stephen Ross is in some way thinking – like, all right, we're losing Harbaugh. Now I've got a, even though I've got a head coaching vacancy that like, I need to figure out and I'd love for Harbaugh to come here. But could you imagine if the domino effect was Stephen Ross coming in and be like, okay, I'm not letting Harbaugh go to Minnesota. I'm going to give him a better offer. I'm going to bring him down here as my head coach. And then – I'm going to try to stick it to another NFL owner and I'm going to try to convince Michigan to give Matt Rule this deal that makes him the guy and entices him to leave Carolina. Imagine if he was behind the scenes pulling strings like that oh, to make that happen. It's
2: like a parlay. If, uh, for a Michigan oh, yeah. alum, that's a parlay. Like You yeah. you, you, swap out uh, a successful head coach with a guy who's also been successful. And by the way, if I'm Matt Rule, Carolina can kiss my ass. Because it's not like they've set him up with the best quarterback yeah. situation. He had to take on Sam Darnold. He had to deal with the Teddy Bridgewater stuff last year. Yeah. And then you get Carolina who comes out and all of a sudden, yeah, we've decided we're going to give him another opportunity for year three. Kiss my ass. I I thought this was like I was going to get a real chance to turn around an organization. And then they wanted to like threaten to bail on him after year two. You can walk with that. I don't man. know, man. Little Matt Rule, <laughs> bye. Ooh. If I'm, if I'm Matt Rule, bye. You know what, Lavar? I'm I, gone. I, we should talk about this on TV. I think okay. that's a good idea. That's what yeah. I'm about to do. That's <laughs> exactly what I'm about to do. Lavar <laughs> so Levar is off to do uh, some TV here, uh, and uh, and uh, you know we will continue on here. But I'm telling you, man, Matt. If that if that's a good point, if Stephen Ross could pull off that parlay as an alum. God, what a what a, what a great move for for the Michigan uh, uh, program and for Steven Ross. Land Jim Harbaugh and send Matt Rule back to college. That'd be a good one.
3: Yeah,
0: um, yeah. But the hard part is is you know does Jim Harbaugh want to go to the Miami Dolphins? I mean, they've got a good roster. They need to make some fixes clearly, but the question becomes: Can you work with Chris Greer? And does he, you know, is he going to look at it and say, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, you know, or fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. He already went through this with Balky. Yeah. And that might be the biggest sticking point and one of the reasons why he'd rather go to Minnesota. And
2: it's basically in San Francisco, the organization chose Balky over Harbaugh, correct? I mean, correct. That, that, in essence, what happened. Well, that's, so. how,
0: that's how Jim Tom Suler became head coach. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that was... <laughs> bulky's handpicked guy that he could control and that didn't work out. Then they bring in Chip Kelly and they're still, you know, at odds about that. So it's just, it's, it's crazy to me how people can be that, you know, I don't know if it's, if it's persuasive or how do you, how do you want to describe them? But they seem to get the ear of the owner and they put themselves in a position where they convince them that, that they know what's best. And now they're making decisions for an owner that's in large part, preoccupied with other businesses you know other things that actually make them their money meanwhile their nfl franchise this toy if you will they're letting someone else kind of you know operate and handle
2: it's uh, two pros and a cup of joe here fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you here on fsr uh coming up next uh we are going to hear uh somebody uh, come to the defense of uh, a player in the nfl who doesn't get a whole lot of love from a lot of people who cover the sport we'll get into that for you next here on fsr Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, Coming up in, uh, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now. uh, Somebody uh, in the NFL has apparently learned from their past. Uh, We will get into that discussion for you here uh, on FSR. Uh, How about this, uh, Brady Quinn? Old Jimmy Garoppolo the guy who has become a uh, hot topic in the NFL. A lot of people uh, discrediting uh, his success as 49ers quarterback and they went in spite of him, not because of him and blah, 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 blah. It's been hot take action all throughout the uh, sports media world over the past several days. Uh, you know, he, threws, he throws the uh, the bad interception, uh, interception towards the end. Even his own coach said, look, in that spot he's trying to make a play uh, but the Niners go home. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, very upset afterwards. Uh, it seems seems like he's on his way out of San Fran. It seems like uh, this is it. Uh, he's got a 20 something million dollar cap hit uh, one and change if they want to walk away or if they trade him or release him. And so we feel like we've seen the end of the uh, Jimmy Garoppolo era. But his teammate Trey Lance, who was drafted uh, high atop the NFL draft to be uh, the successor to Jimmy Garoppolo. He had this to say about his teammate.
4: Jimmy's the man. You've heard it from, from everyone, everything he's played through this year, um, everything he's taught me, how he's handled our whole situation. Um, you know, everyone put us against each other and everything like that in the media from throughout this whole year, whole OTAs, everything. Uh, but, but he's been nothing to, like, but a big brother to me. Uh, and I, I've been nothing but just, just thankfulness for him. And, and obviously he's going to be a, one of my best friends for, for my whole entire life.
2: Okay. Everybody on that team says the same thing about him. They love him. Yeah. What What, what am I, I – I understand he's not a, t- a top-tier, top-five, top-ten quarterback in the NFL. What is with the dislike of Jimmy Garoppolo by people who cover the sport?
0: Um, I don't know if it's dislike so much is that it's it's not appreciating what he – what his game is or what he brings to the table. You know, I mean, honestly, like, what would you say is the worst thing about him? I uh-huh. – I, I think at the end of the day, you're, it's hard to put your finger on what it is. Maybe he yeah. can't stay healthy.
2: Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah.
0: That, that, that's literally probably the only thing you can say about him. The guy has won of the, you know, what, 47 games, I believe he started in his career. He's won 33 of them. Yep. He's 33 and 14. I, I know wins is not a quarterback stat, but it seems like when he starts games, it goes all right. He completes 68% of his passes, he's thrown for over 11,000 yards. He's got a better-than-two-to-one touchdown interception ratio. Those are all, all quality, solid stats. And I think we've seen now in the two seasons, right? Because remember, he spent a lot of time in New England where really, he really didn't get to play. And as soon as he got traded to San Fran, they thrust him in probably before he's, what, he went 5-0 and that season as their starting quarterback. Yep. And then the other time he was a 16-game starter, he goes to a Super Bowl. This time... He only takes a team, again, to the NFC Championship game, but I think people are underrating or underselling what he's capable of. I mean, he's got a lightning quick release. He's accurate. I know people are going to say, well, he's not tough because he gets hurt. Dude, you tearing your ACL, some of the toughest guys have torn their ACL. They're not playing through that. When you start going through some of the injuries he sustained, did people realize that he had a thumb injury he was playing with this whole time amongst some other things that he was battling? I mean, the guy is tough. Like, he literally brings all the qualities and intangibles you're looking for. The only problem is this. He's not overly, overly athletic, meaning he's, he's not going to possess the same type of athletic skills that Trey Lance does, which that seems to be where things are moving a little bit more in the NFL. And he doesn't have the strongest arm. But he makes up for that with anticipation, accuracy, and a, a, maybe the quickest release in the NFL. There were some throws he makes that are as quick as anyone in the NFL as far as getting spitting the ball out. Like it's that quick of a release.
2: It's weird. Like even when he uh, suffered the ACL injury, I remember that game was against the chiefs and I I thought this was the weirdest thing. So they're getting, they're, they're losing in that game big and he hurts his knee because instead of going out of bounds, he turns back in bounds to try and pick up a couple more yards. And you think, Hey, man, that's a guy who's not just going to take the easy way out. He was going to welcome contact to try and pick up a couple more yards in a game where, yeah, there was a long shot. They were going to win the game. They were trailing big. It was on the road. And the coverage of that was, well, that's just a stupid play. I mean, the game's already over. I mean, you get what you deserve. You turn back inside and you suffer the knee injury. That's why you need to just take that ball and go out of bounds. Like, dude, you can't win. Like, what is this, the porn star thing? Because you went to dinner with a porn star. Like, I just I don't understand the coverage of it. And I get that they're going to move on from him. I understand all that. But to your point, the numbers, it's not like this is a small sample size as far as, like, what the Niners have done or what Kyle Shannon has done without Jimmy Garoppolo and what he's done with Garoppolo. I mean, they're 8-31 and 31 when he doesn't start or doesn't play. Right. I, I mean... Like, like, it's not just, like, a couple of games. And, you know, I have spot duty here. Dude, like, that's enough time to recognize we got something when this guy's on the field. And when he's not there, we're a completely different ball team, our ball club. Right. I just don't understand, man. It's weird. Uh,
0: it's hard to understand. One thing I do understand, though. Yeah. Can, can we play the Trey Lance sound one more time? Yes. Listen to the excitement of Trey's voice. Yeah.
4: Jimmy's the man. You've heard it from, from everyone, everything he's played through this year, um, everything he's taught me, how he's handled our whole situation. Um, you know, everyone put us against each other and everything like that in the media from throughout this whole year, whole OTAs, everything. Uh, but, but he's been nothing to like, but a big brother to me. Uh, and I, I've been nothing but just, just thankfulness for him. And obviously he's going to be a, one of my best friends for, for my whole entire life. Yeah. I mean,
0: this may be wild speculation. Yeah. But that's what we do on on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Do you think maybe Jimmy introduced Trey to, I don't know, some of, uh, some of his friends.
2: Oh, you know? I mean, maybe uh, some
0: of his friends. I'm just saying, it yeah, seems maybe. like they're really close. <laughs> well, it's like, Hey, you, yeah, think, you don't think Trey right. got drafted there and that conversation didn't come up day yeah. one, day I, two.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, I think there, you know, there's a possibility that, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe they might've, uh, you know, hung out or a little double date uh, with, uh, you know, some, some special friends. I mean, um, uh, yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I see what you're he, saying there. He's
0: his little brother, right? He took him yeah. under his wing. He made sure to show him all the moves, all the ropes and everything. I mean, isn't that part of it? I mean, I mean look. I looked at that <laughs> dinner as maybe that was more of like a consultation. You know, there's a lot <laughs> of questions going on, a lot of things to learn. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo came out of that, that night a wiser man in, in this world. <laughs> Maybe Trey Lance was looking for similar answers and Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs>
2: took him under his wing. by I love I love he, how there was like serious takes about Jimmy Garoppolo going on, going to dinner with a porn star like oh my god he took a porn star to dinner. Uh, be, oh because that's worse than what you're doing on your laptop. Okay so, so okay you got it. That you you you're right. You're it, in the right here. How dare he take her out to dinner? Like what are we it, talking about?
0: It was jealousy, dude, let's be real. Yeah. I mean it, it's a valid point on your end, but it was jealousy. Like they would want to be in a similar position if they could be. That's what I think that had more to do with uh, You know, for, forget about, I mean, there's plenty of examples of people that have done things in their private life that they'd like to keep private that become public. I mean, you even
2: Yankee players switched wives years ago, two players on the Yankees swapped wives, like legitimately said, Hey man, can I borrow her? borrower. <laughs> here, what do you say? You're this seems like an even trade. Forget and they Forget Yankees players. And wasn't that Cal Ripken and Kevin Costner,
0: too? Well, that, that, that. Yeah, there
2: was yeah. that. <laughs> what was that story again? Well, I mean, I, I think there's only one man who could tell that story uh, on the air and that would be the man who was here on the air when Kevin Costner called in and was very upset about it. We go live to our uh, I Have a Thought on the Kevin Costner uh, controversy on Fox Sports Radio. Eddie Garcia for the latest. Eddie, you were here on the air when that story uh, took off. Uh, can you please explain to the new audience what happened back in the day well there's
5: there's been a uh a long standing rumor that uh cal ripken's streak was able to continue uh because of a mysterious power outage in baltimore and and the story goes that that was the night he uh found out that allegedly his wife and kevin costner were uh, were having some uh fun behind his back uh and that rumor's been out there for a long time so it was discussed on a show here on Fox Sports Radio by the two hosts many years ago uh, during the afternoon. And uh, Kevin Costner was, happened to be listening, and he called in <laughs> and uh, was not happy about the conversation and uh, denied that, that that ever took place.
0: Now, Eddie, I need to follow up on this because it's really piqued my interest. Uh, my understanding from the deep dive and research that I've done on this topic, <laughs> Kevin Costner didn't show his face in public for a couple of weeks, and I'm pretty sure – they stopped
5: filming for a period of time. Is that true? I I have no idea man, yeah. if that's accurate or
2: because well, I think oh, okay. it was this, when they were filming. Was it for Love of the Game that uh, just awful baseball movie uh, from back in the uh, back in the day? I think that's where uh, that's you know when that time period was. I mean, from my understanding. I mean, what do I know? Yeah. You know, just, and this uh, was
5: this this uh, this incident happened you know years after you know the alleged. Uh, yeah. incident so this is this has been but it's still it's still out there it, I mean, this has not uh, done anything to keep those uh, rumors now from you you,
2: now. you were here in the studio was would are you convinced that it actually was kevin costner or oh was yeah no no there was it? no
5: doubt it was him
2: okay was, how so, do you
5: know it was him was, did he I mean, sound like a yellowstone was it like his
0: <laughs> yellowstone voice <laughs> sounded
2: exactly like him it was uh, it was pretty did obvious. did he have that so bad like, God, did, he, did he have that bad texas accent like in tin cup what he called in, or never, was he? Uh, no, I never saw that Method actor? Yeah, what
0: character did he call? Was he Roy McAvoy, or was he? Um, what was he? At Dancing with Wolves.
2: Crash from uh, Bull Durham. Yeah, it oh, seems like yeah. that would be uh, Crash yeah. from Bull Durham. What about
0: Field of Dreams? What was his name in that one?
2: Uh, I don't remember. What was his name? Uh, uh, Roy. Uh, yeah, Ray, Roy. Or yeah, Ray. Yeah, Ray Concello. Yeah, yeah. yeah, was that what it was? Baseball, Kinsella? Ray. Kinsella? Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Listen, uh, hey
0: Eddie, yeah. have we seen Cal Ripken and Kevin Costner together since that rumored incident? Uh, I haven't
5: seen them together. I
0: don't know. That's,
2: uh, well, I, th- I think if there's uh, if there's a rumor out there that you uh, want to discredit, I think the best thing to do is to call into a a uh, because it was a weekend radio show, correct? No, it was during the during the week. Was it really? The, oh, the, how about the Ky- that? The
5: Kylie and Zone so,
2: show. Yeah, he took that?
0: time <laughs> out of his week to call in just to shoot it down. <laughs> how about that? It's all. It's almost you you like ne- you, you, never you're you never know who's listening, Brady.
5: You never know who's listening.
0: <laughs> I know that, but I'm just saying, like. Isn't that trying too hard? Like, isn't that kind of going over the top to squash? Something like that. <laughs> just, you know.
5: I mean, I've never been in his position, so I I, I couldn't say. Oh, man. Uh, that is uh, just... Uh, I mean, what
0: position would that be? Like, yeah. like water, water World, <laughs> being, being
5: accused of uh, having relations
2: with
0: a My Hall of Fame. Waterworld. Yeah.
2: Can we just uh, name off all the
0: Kevin Costner movies that we can think of? there's, water, a, I mean, there's a yeah, ton
2: there is a lot of them. There's yeah. a ton of them. Draft Day. Never saw that movie. Heard Who's done more movies, movies
0: Kevin Costner or Samuel L. Jackson?
2: Oh, I think Samuel they have, Jackson. Oh, I got to think it is. Jackson. Yeah, he
5: he loves to work.
2: Yeah, know, man. Untouchables. He says no to nothing. I don't think. You know. Yeah, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson does. Uh, he does. He's got a uh, big time Rolodex. I mean, he'll yeah. even do. Uh, you know commercials for certain companies he certainly does Uh, don't but don't uh, confuse which credit card it is because uh, i know uh, he will be he (laughs) does not take kindly to that if you want to youtube that that. uh all right it is uh, two pros and a cup of joe here on fox sports radio listen we're just uh this is this is the content that you wanted here you wanted uh, a long time coming you wanted to hear about scandals in the world of sports that may or may not have taken place 15 to 20 years ago. I mean, Wild I'm telling you. Wild speculation. I just, yeah. I'm telling you. And if you're wondering, well, why are you talking about this? Because we got two question. weeks till the Super Bowl. What was do you want it from Was it just us? the stadium power that went out, or was
0: it the, like a the, uh,
2: block
5: in the city? From what I understand, it was mysteriously just the ballpark. Just, yeah, just uh, the stadium. I don't, I don't know how
0: that works. So <laughs> that does. doesn't really add up. I mean, I was going to say to have the power as a, as a professional <laughs> athlete to knock out the power where you're like ruining other people's
5: night... I think it was, again, uh, the story the goes, stadium. it was the just owner, Peter Angelos, who uh, had the power, <laughs> so to speak.
2: Yeah, he does. What do you, what do you think that call was like? Uh, Cal Ripkin's like, I'm not playing tonight. What do you mean? We got people here. It's a packed house. We got The no, street, no, man. Understand. We got to have the street Hey, hey going. listen, hey, you remember that movie Field of Dreams? The guy that was bitching that like, he couldn't walk through the corn with the ghosts? He just slept with my wife. I got to go take care of some business. And then I'll, we're off and running. I mean, I think that seems like a, a legit conversation. <laughs> All right, uh, two pros in a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, for all the latest, Eddie, thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Eddie. for all you're the welcome. latest from around the world of sports. Uh, he, uh, not only does he add fuel to the uh, you know d- just the controversial stories from Sports Talk Radio years and years ago. He's got the latest uh, from around the world. of sports. As well, too. I'm gonna remember that now. The great Eddie uh, Garcia. I love
5: how Jonas says I'm. I'm adding fuel. Uh, I, I just was you know retelling a story. Yeah. There's no fuel. It's in, a new audience. You, know, you're, you're, you never know. You're the yeah. one with the gas can. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, start with news from the NFL, where despite reports over the weekend that Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady would be retiring after 22 seasons, the seven-time Super Bowl winner said on his podcast Monday that he is still going through the process of whether to play or retire. Las Vegas Raiders made it official. They introduced New England Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels as their next head coach. Bengals tight end CJ Uzama and Rams tight end Tyler Higby both suffered MCL sprains in the conference title game victories over the weekend, both questionable for the Super Bowl. They're a that both might be able to play in the big game. Uh, NBA games of note, we had the Warriors over the Rockets, 122-108. Steph Curry, 40 points, including 21 points in the fourth quarter alone. For Golden State. Overtime for the 76ers to beat the Grizzlies, 122-119. Philadelphia gets the win with outstart player Joel Embiid. They gave him the night off to rest. John Morant, 37 points for Memphis in a losing effort. Celtics beat the Heat 122-92. So Miami with that loss drops percentage points by in Chicago for the top record in the Eastern Conference. Cavaliers beat the Pelicans 93-90. Pacers over the Clippers 122-116. College basketball, number eight Baylor, a winner over West Virginia, 81-77. And number nine, Duke won at Notre Dame, 57. 243. Now back to Brady Quinn. TV star Lavar Arrington and Jonas Knox in the Fox Sports Radio studio.
2: Thank you, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are going to have the uh, BQ news coming up uh, here uh, on FSR coming up shortly. Um, so I know there is uh, the Josh McDaniels uh, hiring in uh, in uh, Las Vegas with the Raiders. If you missed any of the show, you can check out the podcast afterwards. We actually had Mark Davis on with us, um, kind of. And, uh, you know, we uh, you know really grilled him about some important questions, uh, none of which involved, um, you know, whether or not, uh, you know, he blindfolded his stylist and told him to cut his hair. But point being, <laughs> uh, the Raiders have a new head coach, and uh, well, his name is Josh McDaniels. McDaniels uh, yeah, easy yeah, for us yeah, to yeah, say, we'll not so much back, yeah. for, uh, for Mark Davis. You know it's
0: weird, not to completely throw you off here, because you, you want to reiterate this, this whole conversation with the Raiders. That's fine. Yeah. The, the Bears have been making moves. We haven't talked about the Bears once in regards to Matt Eberflus taking over as head coach or Ryan Poles taking over as general manager. Ooh. And I, I got to be honest with you, they came out of the blocks hot. I mean, the, I, we hear a lot of rhetoric from head coaches got and general marriage. managers. But in this case, I mean, I, we got Ryan Poles here. Ryan, I, I mean, let me just say this to you real quick. Um, give me your expectations in the NFC North, given how disastrous it's kind of been the last few years.
5: We're going to build through the draft. We're going to acquire young, fast and physical football players. And the last thing, the most important piece is we're going to take the North and never give it back. Are you sure about that?
2: nice that's good wow uh, what is this game of thrones all right I was just that, gonna ask you i mean yeah. that, that's your childhood team uh, the listen, chicago
0: bears well, there we
2: have it baby they're taking the
0: north they're not giving it
2: back oh, well i didn't know that we covered cfl press conferences so it's good to see the bears chime in on uh, during nfl playoff time uh, uh you know look uh, the best part about all this is we're going to uh, build through the draft yeah who are you taking in the first round this year Oops. <laughs> That's right. Your previous GM, who's gone, uh, gave that pickup because uh, they wanted to move up and uh, take Justin Fields only to see him get sacked 84 times uh, in a start against Cleveland this year. I
0: mean, wow. hey, you know, whether they're drafting the first round or not, you know, their head coach, Matt Eberflus still tell you, you know, you better get running, man. You better you better get those track shoes on. Right,
5: Matt? <laughs> Isn't that what we'd say? will play at a high tempo, a high okay. effort, attacking physical style okay. built upon speed, quickness, and explosive athletic ability. Get yeah. your track shoes on because we're running.
2: Yeah. Are there you, are go, you sure us. about that? Yeah big time man although just, although a little bit of uh, heartbreaking news uh, just for you and I uh, yeah. we've talked about this guy several times uh, Mike Furry uh, the yeah. wide receivers coach with the Bears for many years a former NFL wide receiver the guy who you uh, you you knew back in the day was on the field yeah, uh, across, you know watching you in your preseason debut against that uh, well, was we, it the Lions? we go
0: back we go back way before then so you know when you talk about an American underdog all right Mike Furry is is a better example of that than the actual movie that's come out with Kurt Warner. The I mean, reason being is not many people were blessed with the, the size and all that stuff that Kurt Warner was given. You know, Mike Furry is smaller in stature, wasn't the fastest guy by any means. Um, and he and he went from being a walk-on at Ohio State, kind of worked his way through low-level college to get a shot at the Arena League, played both ways in the Arena League. And one of the reasons why he got a shot with the St. Louis Rams was because he was discovered when Kurt Warner was there. People were watching him like, hey, this guy's pretty good. I'm sure he can help us out somewhere. And sure enough... You know, ended up playing some wide receivers, special teams, defense back in the secondary, and that's how he got his break. I played with him in Cleveland. He had 100 catches, I believe, with the Detroit Lions yep. back when Mike Martz was there. So just an incredible career, and then transitioned into coaching. He's, by the way, the most yoked wide receiver coach oh, you'll find in the NFL. Jacked. Just, Not even close. It just
2: does uh, preacher curls, like sets of 10 every 15 minutes the entire yeah. day. Like, but just that, jacked.
0: his story is one of the true American under. Yeah. I mean, dude, I was when I was in high school, I was throwing to him. He was able to get us to sneak into Ohio State. And we'd go into the indoor, and I'd be throwing to him to prepare for Arena League. He'd do his forward motion and all that stuff you could do in that league. And, and I was in high school at the time. Like, he, he, would, he would do anything he could to get better at his game, to get stronger, faster, to work on his craft. And, and he really started to hone in on his craft and understand route running and the precision behind it. So it was... He was an incredible story. If that, if that movie should be out on anyone, Mike Furry would be that.
2: Now, on the subject of Kurt Warner, quickly before we get to break, I would love to see how fast it takes him to grow a beard or how long it takes him to grow a beard. Something tells me if he shaved at 6 in the morning by lunch, he would look like Teen Wolf. Like, I just feel like his hair grows really fast on his face. You know, like, you don't huh. get that impression. Like, there's some guys like that. Like, I have a buddy yeah. who shaves at 10 a.m., and by midnight, uh, yeah. you know, he looks no, like they, a Yeti. They have the 5 o'clock shadow they've got it yeah. at, like,
0: what, 1 p.m. Yeah. yeah. No, I've got, I've got guys like that. I, I don't know. I feel like I've, I don't remember or recall him without facial hair.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so but, maybe,
0: maybe to your point, maybe that's right. But uh-huh.
2: again, uh, you know, just an inspiring story. Are you saying he's right a here. hairy
0: individual in general? Well, I just, I mean, you know, he's inspiring.
2: I'm just saying, like okay. he, he's inspiring. Does uh, the
0: hair inspire you? What is it exactly? It
2: just—it just like the, the whole story, uh, you know. I just because when I watch a lot of these modern quarterbacks, they just kind of remind me of him. Or so his Twitter feed says. Uh, all right, um, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Up next, the BQ News, yours right here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you here on fsr uh, we will be back on the air same time same place tomorrow 6 a.m eastern time three o'clock pacific if you missed any of today's show you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com right now it's time for this
1: no, 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 no. news turn on the news let's go to the news desk what's the
2: good news
1: here's brady quinn
2: all right What's going on, Superstar? Well, let me
0: ask this. Have you ever bought anything online that wasn't as advertised?
2: Uh, yes. Yeah, I've. Uh, yeah, that's. Share? Yeah, that's happened uh, a couple of times. Well, you know, you buy a. Um, You never make the mistake of buying a fitted hat online because they always are are stitched differently. And so next thing you know, you get you get a hat. It's like you got a street cone on your head like it it doesn't look good. And uh, so, yeah, I've made that mistake several times.
0: I was going to say, unless you know the brand, I I don't know that I'd really want to buy any hat, especially a fitted one that's not flexible.
2: It's just sometimes, you know, if if you're not rooting for the local team, it's hard to find your favorite team or a hat you really like. And, you know, it's a bummer. But, you know, you're you're not even really a hat guy, are you? Yeah, of course. Big time. Wearing a hat right now. Are you? I just can't see it. Well, this particular week's
0: news starts off with a woman who, well, she ended up posting on social media laughing about this. So it's all in, in good fun. But she spent $165 on what she thought was a very nice velvet chair, only to come to find out when it actually got delivered to her. Uh, it was like a little tiny toy chair that was <laughs> that was for a playhouse, and so keep this in mind. I mean, it had to have been a, a really nice chair if it's a toy chair. $165, but uh, you just got to be careful sometimes when you go out and you try to buy some of these things online, <laughs> check the small print and make sure you can return it. And
2: don't you check so. the dimensions? Like, don't you look and see I, what the actual size is? That's not... Yeah, a- <laughs> I mean, I, I think
0: that's a portion of it, which sometimes for those that peruse Amazon or other, you know, online marketplaces... It can be difficult to get some information. In this case, uh, clearly, uh, th- there was a mistake made.
2: That That's why you need, like, the picture of Andre the Giant holding the beer. Like, if you didn't know that that was a beer can, you could get it duped and thinking, oh, my God, that's, like, a, you know, a big item. And then you see it in his hand, you go, oh, that's tiny. That's You know, we're good here. Like, you do, you got to do a comparison there. So that's her fault. I don't feel bad for her. They shouldn't give her a refund. Let me ask you this.
0: Uh, Andre the Giant, what professional sports athlete does he sound most similar to? Oh,
2: Andrew Locke. I mean, oh, really? Really? Yeah,
0: we don't have a drop of that. Like, there's I mean, no way we can actually play that to be able to compare the two. Yeah, is I that don't,
2: possible? I don't know if we have uh, any Andrew Luck drops in the system uh, because I think those might have gotten uh, blown out when he decided that uh, you know he no longer wanted to play football. But you know, it, it's fine. Listen, he's uh, you know, he's back. He was at the was he at the national championship game that Andrew Luck? And um, yeah. yeah, he yeah. was. Uh, you know, he's all good. He got Jacoby Brissett paid. I mean, there's that. So that is true. Good that is him. true.
0: Look out for Jacoby. Uh, all right. We got time for one more. Yes. Uh, how would you feel if your boss or your manager, um, well, tried to set you up with, you know, maybe their, their best, you know, guy friend or best, you know, best friend and ended up essentially catfishing you. How, how do you feel about all that? <laughs> I would not be thrilled. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Uh, so basically, this woman tells a story how there was a text exchange after talking to her boss who once introduced her to a friend. Uh, by the way, this is the crazy part about it. This went for over a year. Like, there's so, there's a, this is a weird tale. So, obviously, the, the nice young woman who's looking for a partner starts reaching out to the friend via text and gets stood up for the first date. They go to meet for some coffee, gets stood up. Then they set up a second date. And this time around, different story. Uh, the individual can't make it because uh, there was a war conflict. Third time around, they come too early to the bar, didn't see her there, left now they're trying to come back they get stuck in the train in the tunnel so finally the girl says i'm done with this i'm not entertaining this anymore until christmas rolls around everyone was feeling a little lonely during christmas time tries one more time and this is where it was revealed that the whole
2: entire time it was their manager at work oh god i mean
1: that's a hell of a way to get a raise though you know, I, mean, I, you gotta, I mean, you got to jump through hoops, but why not? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.